What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Reliable HVACR podcast, live stream, all in one. Um, so we're back. Uh, I'm going to let, you know, people come in. You know, it takes a few minutes. See what everybody's up to. But yeah, uh, we were not able to live stream for a couple of weeks and uh, we're back at it today. We'll see how it goes. I did up the time a little bit uh, so we don't run too long tonight. <clears throat> so what's up, everybody? Hopefully everybody got notified of the new uh, link. Still trying to figure out this whole new setup I got going on now. Hopefully it looks better than uh, what I had before. And then we'll get into it in a minute. But yeah, if you guys are new here, please subscribe. Like I said, this is a uh, live stream on my YouTube channel. It gets ripped and then the audio goes out to a podcast. Anywhere you listen to those, you can uh, find me on. You can basically find me on any platform if you just search Reliable HVACR. And we're all good. And if you guys have any uh, questions or topics, you can uh, leave them in the chat. I see the chat coming through now. Uh, I did have a topic. I think it made it through on the title. What tools are you thankful for? Or equipment, maybe more specifically. So hopefully we don't have any difficulties. Uh, and hopefully you guys hear me well. I think I have everything set up right. Uh, handyman in the house. Steve's uh, uh, up in here too. Uh, Mike, I'm thankful for my amp probe. ACD14 clamp meter. Okay, now the chat is pulling up. Everything should be a guest on your show. Yeah, I saw your, uh, on Instagram, your response. So I will end up reaching out because I know some of you guys have asked for that. Uh, if you guys are interested in guests, let me know who you want on the show. Still trying to figure that out. We had a good show with uh, Angel. Uh, HVAC boss, so I'm open to doing it again with somebody else. Hopefully this new layout helps me out too. But yeah, like uh, Mike said, uh, he's thankful for his clamp meter. So I was just, you know, keeping in uh, line with the holidays, Thanksgiving week. What are some of the some of the tools like it can be hand tools, it could be equipment like recovery machines, um, vacuum pumps, anything like that. What are you thankful for? Um, I think everybody has those tools that they're like super attached to or they use every day. 
and uh, they couldn't be without, basically. Uh, just because I did a video last week that was uh, actually was a sponsored video from Jobber. They asked me, like, what are my uh, three tools, top tools or essential tools? And I kind of went easy on that. I went with the uh, Klein 7-in-1 flip socket with the 14-in-1 handle, which I like to combine those two. And then uh, the Klein ratchet is by far one of my favorite tools to use. It helps me get all these random screws that are sandwiched in between um, panels and different walls and stuff like that. And then the, uh, what do you call it? Oh, and the last one, I had to incorporate Jabra, of course. So I went with the phone because obviously... We use our phone for everything now. We have to look up uh, manuals and parts, uh, different things like that, and phone comes in handy. I think we all have our, our apps that we use and, and stuff like that, and then obviously we connect to our um, probes and uh, different Bluetooth equipment that we have. Uh, yeah, Steve said he would love to come on, so uh, I'm still trying to figure out uh, Rick's show. Yeah, that one hasn't been on for a while, man. Haven't seen you guys. Um, but yeah, Steve, I think he said it last time he was cool with it. I'll ask around. I'm sure Ryan would be up for it, too. Uh, I can talk to Jeff uh, Jdim over on Instagram. I can ask people that I actually, like, know, because um, somebody asked me for Zach from Quality HVAC. I don't talk to him, so I haven't uh, thought about asking him, but I can ask, like I said, Ryan, maybe Jeff. Uh, Steve says he's cool with it. I wanted to have Angel on here again. Uh, Chris from HVACR Videos said he was cool with it, too. So I'll uh, figure that out. And we can have people on here. Just It's not going to be a weekly thing. So just whenever I can. Uh, you're thankful for the guys showing you the tools to get. Well, yeah, if you guys um, follow me, I try to have the link to everything that I use. I need to organize it better because it's getting the list is getting a little too long of the tools that I recommend because I have hand tools. I have uh, the specialty equipment like the recovery machines, pumps, all that stuff that I use. It's all in there and I need to sort it out so that you can kind of narrow down what you're looking for instead of scrolling through a long list. But, um, yeah, obviously it's going to be filled with like field piece, veto, Klein tools. That's the stuff that I like. Uh, you should make a video on how to use 
jobber. I have a video coming up because they sponsor, I think, one full YouTube video every few months. So I have one that I already, I already recorded. It was kind of how to do maintenance or schedule jobs with them. I don't want to go over it too much. Uh, but if there's something specific you want to use or know how to use on it, I can answer those questions. But yeah, the next job or video will be like how to schedule jobs and uh, get your maintenance scheduled through them, which is kind of neat. I'm still trying to, to figure out how to use the whole jobber thing. I know I've had them for almost a year now, I think, but uh, it just has so many features that I don't get to all of them. So like I said, the job thing, I hadn't gotten to it yet. Uh, scheduling, maintenance, and all that. So I'm going to start doing that more often, and I can show that, like I said, in that video. And uh, to be honest with you guys, I have way too many videos to, to post. So I have another field piece video this month. I have, I think, another tour review tomorrow. And I'm trying to make sure that I get service call vi service call videos in there because that's what you guys you know watch the most so uh the jobber one i don't know it's still up in the air if i can even squeeze it in this month or i mean not this month i'm talking about december i'm already i already have too many videos for the end of the year which uh i'm prioritizing the van tour so i re recently redid my van it's all very different from what you've seen before i think i've done two van tours so i have the next one coming up it's going to be pack out setups um i ripped out a whole bunch of shelves i don't like to use the shelves anymore so hopefully in a week or two i can get that out i think that's supposed to be not this weekend but the next weekend Uh, I saved money by purchasing my books on Amazon. That's awesome. Um, so are you in trade school right now? I, I forget. I know a lot of people um, tell me that they're in school and stuff. Or are you just buying your uh, books for something else? I still have all my uh, textbooks from school. They're in that bookshelf, but at the bottom. And I still have all the contractor uh, books that I had to get for the test. And I'm trying to find my notes. I have notes. I have binders of like notes um, from school and stuff. So, yeah, there's all that. All right, guys, give me one quick minute.
All right, we're back. Sorry about that. Uh, let me get into the chat. What it do, y'all? Tech tie. Oh yeah, so I do have I have binders of notes and stuff that I compiled uh, from my school. I kind of want to put those back together and have those if I need them. Um, I took a lot of notes during school, and like I said, I keep all my textbooks and stuff. Jason Johnson, what's up? Uh, Mike, the field piece ST4 temp meter is something I use every day for quickly and accurately checking temp splits. Uh, I, I used to have a bunch of field piece like meters and, and thermometers and stuff like that. As you can tell, I'm a big, uh, if you've seen any of my videos, I'm a big field piece um, guy and they started sponsoring some stuff so that's been really cool like like i always say guys i appreciate everybody who stops in um whether it's the live streams the videos you know dropping a like uh leaving a comment all that stuff i i really appreciate it didn't think i'd be here with five thousand subs even though it's not huge but it's a really good um you know channel and i, I appreciate all that I was trying to verify. I looked up the field piece. I never knew the name of it, to be honest. Uh, the ST4 was my go-to when I started. So I had that for years. Uh, I love that it was like a dual temp uh, thermometer. And then those uh, K-type thermocouples, I would check a bunch of walk-ins, uh, reach-ins, and stuff like that. Uh, I'm more of a refrigeration guy, so I never... I, I didn't use it for like temp splits. Because I think you were, yeah, you said you were checking temp splits. It's great for that. I did start using it, like, towards the end of the time that I had it. Uh, until I recently started getting, like, you know, different uh, temp probes. And I also got the uh, SC680. And that one does a dual temperature right on it. So even though it's kind of a big meter... I like that it has a dual temp. That's one thing that I did like. It was a field piece, uh, that thermometer that does the dual temp and the difference and all that. Now I can do it on my meter. So I keep the 680 and I prefer to have the all-in-one and to have the option to check temp splits with it. Even though I don't really do that with th those kind of thermometers anymore, I just kind of, I always end up going back to those UEI, um, temp probes the ones you just you know you stick into the duct or the panel or whatever Jonathan what's up man got some guys from the valley here Anwar good evening busy man Uh, HVAC God, what, what tools am I thankful for? 
all. Long story short, I just started the trade and got all the tools I needed, then got them all stolen my first year. A uh, company can't help or pay for anything. I'm sorry about that, man. I had the same exact thing happen to me. Now, obviously, I work for myself. Um, so it wasn't... I mean, I had to... Our company, which is the money out of our pocket, had to had to pay for it again. But I had that happen twice. Um, I don't know if I've gone into the whole story as to how that happened. But in a nutshell... Uh, my van got stolen. We were able to recover the van, but the guy had already wiped out all my equipment. Uh, he was headed for Mexico. We're actually at the border border here, so it wasn't too far for him, and luckily we caught him. Uh, so yeah, the first time my van got taken, it was supposed to be uh, worked on, and the guy took advantage and took it. And then the second time... You know, right after I got everything again, all Klein, everything, try to get it top of the line uh, tools. I were doing a change out or doing something. And I was with my brother and we're trying to to dump all the trash out and stuff. So I left my tools by the the back door by accident. And uh, not even 15 minutes later, that, that stuff got taken. So you could tell it was one of the the workers there, the manager or whatever, but who's been caught doing that, but we weren't able to catch him. And uh, yeah, I've had them stolen twice, so I know how you feel, man. Uh, hope, hopefully you can get back on your feet with that. Um, there's no shame in going to Harbor Freight which is what happened to me the second time. Um, even though it's our money, um, I didn't want to fork over like hundreds of dollars again. So I was like, you know what? And this is when, this was a while back too. You know, I was like, you know what? Let me go to Harbor Freight, get all the bare minimum tools that I need. Um, the only thing I won't go bare minimum on is the, uh, like the meters and stuff like that. So... Hand tools from Harbor Freight, get another field piece meter, and then get back to work. And um, some good analogs. It's always good to have backups in case something happens. Oh, okay, Handyman, yeah, you're in um, col uh, community college, which is what I did too. Um, we had a college here that offered HVAC. Um, they had a, a campus where they had HVAC students, um, like the nursing school and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the technology center, if anybody's familiar with the South Texas uh, college, it used to be South Texas Community College. Uh, they had a technology campus, and that's where uh, I went to school. I basically majored in HVAC. Jason Johnson, I love my utility bed truck. Uh, wouldn't want a van again. I've been super tempted to get a truck. Um, so you managed to to stay or work out of a truck, uh, no problem. Some of our guys and my dad also has uh, the truck the truck with the camper, but they don't carry as much stuff as I do. 
because they do the the hot side. So they're just um, they're indoors a lot and they work on uh, commercial kitchen equipment, which they don't really need a lot of. Uh, they don't need like recovery machines, vacuum pumps, or anything like that. So I've I've considered going with the truck. I had it in my head like how I want to put it, or, or what kind of truck I want. I just I haven't done that yet. But I don't know. Maybe maybe sometime in the future, I can have a truck. Can have it, or get a nice truck and have it as a personal slash work truck, and we'll see how that goes. Kind of like what um, I'm sure you guys have seen a uh, quality HVAC uh, Zach on YouTube, which I'm surprised he tried it out and he ended up getting a van. But something like what he did is what I was interested in with a truck. But I still got my van. Like I said, the van tour, uh, hopefully next weekend, not this weekend, will get done and posted. And I can show the, the layout because I ripped everything out and started over basically. Uh, Arnulfo, grateful for everything, HVAC lifestyle. Yeah, man, we got to be grateful. Um, being in this trade, you can get back on your feet quickly. So, um, like I said, HVAC God, um, hopefully you get back on your feet soon. Uh, company, you said company insurance doesn't cover it. It's wild now. I barely have any tools to do any jobs. It's crazy. I don't know how the insurance stuff works like that. Like I said, we work, I've never worked for, I've never really worked for another company. I've only known what I know here. And, um, we help our guys out. I don't, I, we don't have like insurance, but if they need something, we'll get it for them. If they lose stuff, we'll try and reimburse them. Some of it. Um, now we had this one guy who kept losing expensive tools over and over and we're like we'll cover it once after that you're gonna have to get it <laughs> or we'll get you something uh cheap so yeah um grateful to be in the hvac industry it it does so much for you and i hope uh you get back on your feet um just get some basic hand tools and uh i don't know hopefully your company ends up helping you out Happy Thanksgiving to all turkey turkey. You're killing it. I uh, love the, well, Steve says, love the 680 with the two K-type probes. My thoughts exactly. Um, a lot of people are like, man, that's a goofy. I think if they told me that's a goofy meter. It's too tall. Um, it's too, way too big. I'll, I'll buy the, the small one or whatever. But you get like so many features with it that I can't go back to another one. So I didn't think I would like it, but I ended up loving it. And uh, some guys have told me that uh, the video that I did on it on my channel, because I had just recently gotten it, uh, convinced them to get it. Because I think everybody's always on the fence just because of the size. But you get the two, uh, the dual temp, which is on the screen at the same time. So it has a dual uh, display. You can check volts and amps at the same time. And the, the swivel head 
when you're checking amps and stuff. Now, I like to, if you're going to be checking something where the panel has to be closed, it's Bluetooth, right? It's wireless. You can check it that way, which is the best way. But if you just want a quick check or like an inrush or whatever, and you want to just, you know, sit there and look at it, I love that it swivels and, you know, it has everything else that you need. Uh, Jason just got home from my training. My supervisor also has a YouTube channel and it was live. Hmm. Was it HVAC time? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I try to follow a bunch of, uh, HVAC YouTubers. I love seeing like everybody's, uh, different work and different, uh, look in the field. And I'm just saying that because I, I had seen him go live a little while ago right before uh, mine. I didn't see anybody else live, so I don't know. Maybe I'm not following him. Holden is awesome. Good stuff at HVAC time. So maybe maybe that was it. Uh, yeah, I had seen him going live. I love his uh, stuff on like chillers and, and all that. Um. I think that's what mostly what he does, right? It's it's just uh, industrial stuff. Uh, that stuff's cool. I took a class on industrial, but man, that's a whole other beast in the uh, HVAC trade. Uh, Eddie, the multi multi bit, no. Multi-bit Klein. So that's, well, Klein makes a whole bunch of all-in-one. So I like the flip socket, seven-in-one. And then I like, I before that I had the HVAC, eight-in-one. So those are, those are cool. Um, I never really liked the 11-in-one because I had way too many pieces for me to lose. But yeah, the, the seven-in-one flip socket and the HVAC 8-in-1 are the ones that I personally recommend. Uh, Rudy, thermal imaging cameras. I'm trying to post more about that. Hopefully I can be better about it uh, next year because I have the Klein imager and I keep that one on my bag because it is like so tiny. So that one can... Uh, slip into the bag no problem and it works great i do have a high-end um one from hick micro now that one they did send out to me i didn't buy one and funny enough i was supposed to return it they haven't asked for it so i'm gonna keep posting about it uh they just had me advertise because they have a black friday uh sale going on because so if you guys are looking for a really nice thermal imager um, you can check my tool link in my bio. Right now it's under thermometers because that's where I, the only category, category I could stick it in. Um, like I said, I, I really need to rename it or some of it, organize it better. But it's under thermometers. If you go to my tool link and it's a Hick Micro, I think it's a B1L. That thing is super clear, works great. It doesn't buffer too much. Like the Klein, the, the only thing is the Klein uh, calibrates quite often. 
so if you're kind of like um moving around with it it'll freeze for a little bit and it does it often um but the hick micro one is a good uh high quality one so if you guys have been like on the fence for one they are off of amazon or that's mostly where they sell them so if you go on amazon i think they're like it's like 20% off or $20 off or something like that. And then you can get 3% off if you use my code. I don't think it's my code. I think it's a code to give everybody. But if you go to my Instagram, it's on there. I'll post it on my uh, YouTube uh, post. I'll make a post about it there too. So I think you get like 23% off. And it knocks it down pretty good because it's at $3.99. And they have different uh, models. You can go with a more expensive one. I think they have, even have a cheaper one. And now they have a, a little flat handheld one. that look, kind of looks like a phone. So, yeah. Just like Rudy said, I, I like to use them. I, li I like to check uh, how a compressor's doing. You can check fan motors. You can check um, disconnect boxes. Because that's what I had made a post about. Is I've been seeing a bunch of new units so one of our customers used a different company to change out a whole bunch of acs and then when i went back for like other calls and i'm on the roof i can see that they have new i think they're all trains but with a rusted old disconnect box and the original thermostat wiring and the original uh, pvc drain lines the drains, I just connected them, however, they don't even, like, work because they didn't want to add, you know, the system is a different size and it's oriented different because I think they're, they were upgrading from carriers. So, uh, they didn't add enough PVC or they didn't add any PVC. So, they had drain issues, they had electrical issues, like where the unit wouldn't come on. They have low voltage shorts, so... Um, I went around with the thermal imager to check all the disconnect boxes and they were all like super pitted and arcing and all that stuff. So you can see like if a leg is hot or running too warm. Uh, Randy, what's up, man? Do you guys have trackers? No. Uh, we kind of needed them at one point, but hopefully we won't. Uh, we're a small group of five people. We kind of check in on the guys. Uh, we know where they're at based on what calls they take. If you guys... That's another feature from Jobber 2. If we wanted to, we could have them um, clock in and out in the app and keep a timesheet. And it would also tell us like when they're doing the jobs like where they're at. So Jobber does like a whole bunch of stuff in that app. It's not just invoicing, even though that's mostly what I use it for is invoicing and quoting. It does GPS tracking. It does scheduling. It has a like a portal for you to talk to your customers um, where you can text them back and forth. Man, there, there's like so many, so many features that I have not gotten into on that thing. Uh, Fleur is awesome. I love mine. Yeah, I almost bought one 
because I kept seeing that one pop up. And then, like I said, Hick Micro reached out. I, I want to say Hick Micro is very, very similar to to the Fleur um, products. Someone even told me that it looked clearer on the Hick Micro, but I don't know. I think the Fleur one is still, you know, that top of the line one. And I think Hick Micro is like right behind them. Richie Goodman in the house. What's up, man? Uh, freaking thieves have my tools jacked three times. Well, you got me beat there. Um, I've had mine. I think I've only had them stolen twice. But that sucks, man. Roosters are outside. Uh, Richie, I'm grateful for my multimeters. I have one for every occasion, like purses. Uh, do you carry different brands or just different models of the same brand? Oh, Jason, no issues at all with the truck. Uh, your heavy commercial, sir, the truck is mostly for tools. And that's what, like I said, my dad uh, gets away with that because it's mostly tools, a bunch of little parts, and uh, not really equipment he has to haul around. Yeah, same. More tools, less parts for Steve. Tracy Walker, what's up? Uh, amp probe, Richie amp probe for amp clamp and fluke for voltmeter. Gotcha. Uh, Jason, the F two fifty with a utility bed from Royal. I'll keep that in mind. Um, I don't know. I think I have way too many things. I don't use them all the time, but. You know, I got my recovery uh, vacuum pump and all that. <clears throat> uh, did you pick the winners on IG for the hoodie? Yeah. That one went out to BLC Solutions and then Randy here uh, won the YouTube one. Uh, for the hoodies at least. A meter and a net driver can solve so many problems. Um, I'm, I'm guilty of grabbing a one of my field piece meters, uh, an all-in-one, and maybe like a multi-wire um, stripper needle nose from Klein. I can do most of my repairs like that. Uh, Rudy, believe me. Shoe covers, when you go to a customer's house, they love seeing that I've gotten many Google uh, reviews and some tips. Blessed for the HVAC industry. Yeah, if you guys do residential, which I don't like to be in other people's um, homes, but you got to be uh, respectful 
cleanliness is a big thing, especially nowadays. So, uh, shoe covers, I know people have the covers that go on the floor. I figure out what they're called. Uh, all that stuff is important. Uh, if you're doing residential, uh, Jason, my prized meter is my fluke. 1587 it's also a mega I don't I, I haven't tried any of the flukes I still have my old um one well, it's not the original one because it got stolen but my oldest meter is the LT16A from Philpies uh tech tie those open service trucks are nice don't have to climb in to get stuff. Everything is standing level. Uh, torch kit fits perfect in them along with PVC and ladder uh, capabilities up top. Yeah, that's what the guys have. Like one of our guys has that and then my dad has, or he just got a camper. I don't think he has a, the ladder rack yet. So yeah, they get into the, well, the, the camper, you have to get in a little bit, but he keeps everything Towards the back, it's not much. Uh, our other guy does have the the service truck, the one with the all the panels that you can get to on the sides, and it's easy. You know, you go in and you get the tools that you need or your parts or whatever, and then that's it. You know, to climb into anything. Now, which I did that with my van. I have everything or as much as I can in the areas by the door. I try to limit myself from actually having to go in there too much. So everything is, like I said, by the door. Um, anything that I don't use that often is going to be in the middle. And I try to keep an open floor concept so I could get in there if I need to and move stuff around. Now you're just showing off, Jason. Yeah, his prized uh, fluke meter there. Heavy commercial. Yeah, that stuff is cool. The industrial stuff. I, I, I'm very comfortable doing light commercial. Uh, the fluke is very pricey. Just it being a fluke, I understand that. Uh, fantastic tool, many, many features. Uh, handyman, I purchased my GV recovery pump for 150 from a guy who was getting out of business, and it cost 550 on Amazon. Steel deal right there. Uh, as long as the equipment looks like it's in fairly good condition that's great honestly like i have a you know i have my field piece recovery and my vacuum pump is new but the recovery machine i've had it for a couple years i think i don't baby them i don't do anything like that i rub them up uh they slam against the wall they've tumbled in the back of the van and all that so they should be good uh I wouldn't see an issue with that. If you're getting them off a person and they somewhat took care of it, I think you're good. 
but you can visit visibly uh, kind of see if it's not been well taken care of. But that's awesome. That's a good deal. Uh, Richie, at the moment, field piece, fluke, Klein, Radio Shack, and one Amy's. I don't know how to say it. Amy's. I've never bought one of those, but I've been tempted to. Uh, handyman, you have a JB recovery pump. So you have the JB and you bought, or is that what you're talking about? The JB recovery pump. Amp probe as well. Big fan of amp probe. Oh, they're under fluke. Uh, Donald Painter shoe covers, a drop cloth. Oh yeah, there you go, drop cloth. I actually keep drop cloth um, on my van. If you have uh, to open an attic access, a small drop cloth to set tool bag on. Hmm. Well, yeah, I don't do residential. I don't know too much about that stuff. Um, I do carry a drop cloth like a plastic drop cloth uh, if I have to work around product, like in a walk-in freezer, a walk-in cooler, um, things like that. So that I don't, if I'm using water or I'm making a mess, it's dirty, something like that, I don't get their product um, contaminated or at least, you know, to the best of my ability. Uh, if we have an ice-upped evap coil, I'm going to use a lot of water sometimes, especially if I need to get in there, in and out or they waited forever to call. I just tell them, you know what, I'm going to make a mess. I'm sorry. I'm going to cover your product. So that's when I'll use a drop cloth uh, for that. So, yeah, just so I don't ruin product. It's not I don't have I don't have to worry about the floors or anything like that. But product, yes, I do have to worry about. Uh, tech tie shoe covers. I recommend the Klein washable ones. Bad thing is I left three pairs at a customer's home when I was doing cable tech work. And now I'm in HVACR commercial with no worries for them for the most part. Yeah, like I don't have to do that. But I do, like I said, the, the only thing is I keep is a drop cloth to cover uh, product so that they don't blame me that I got some of their food wet, uh, got any of the food dirty or anything like that. So I cover that because um, I mostly work in kitchen. So I do kitchen refrigeration for the most part. Uh, Fluke 902 FC is a sweet meter. So Jason Johnson is just in here giving us all the Fluke insight. Um... I'm just a field piece guy, and I kind of have to be now because they're sponsoring some stuff. So, my dad is a fluke guy. I think I tried to give him a, a field piece, or he tried to use one because we had extras. Um, I think his fluke had broken or something, but it was like a really old one. And then uh, he's like, "No, I can't use a field piece." I, he went and bought another fluke. So he's he's hardcore into the fluke. Me and my brother are into field piece. Um, I think our other guy, 
uses field piece also, but it's because we, we provided it. Uh, you bought the redfish. I've heard good things. Uh, Jason, I want that Navac NRDD fancy recovery machine. But damn, that thing is expensive. Is it? Because, like, I, I have my field piece. And actually, uh, I'm supposed to do a video on my, my recovery machine. They sent me a, a new one. Spoiler alert. So I got to do a, a field piece recovery machine video. But I've been using it because I bought one a couple years ago. It's great. It works fine. It's quick. It's everything that I want it to be. But yeah, when I saw the Navac one, that's the only one that I would consider switching to, I think. I think Field Piece was my favorite that I compared them to because at that point I wasn't so deep into Field Piece, so I was still like browsing around. Uh, nowadays, I kind of try to stick to field piece. But that one was the best one at the time that I could think of or that I could find. And then, yeah, once that Navac, once I saw that Navac one, Navac makes so many good products. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I remember seeing the price on it. It was like way too much. But I bet you it works. The quick, I think it's the quickest one. And I think they do a little more with theirs to handle the the heat even though i live in texas i still have to use an ice uh, bucket because if i'm recovering anything more than like seven or eight pounds it's going to take a little while and that thing's going to heat up real quick uh, my first meter is field piece amp clamp from school and i will always have it they made us get the LT16A in school, which I didn't like that it had the amp clamp, the amp, oh yeah, the amp clamp as a, um, what do you call it, as a accessory, like you had to plug it in to the leads, like you would take off the tips and plug in the, the clamp. Once I, you know, found the other one, the SC... I don't know what it was at the time, but the the small one, I like I, I got that one and that one's great. So I'd rather have the, the amp clamp built in. I didn't like having it as an accessory. I still have my field piece HS36 from eight years ago. Still works great. We have one. I can't remember the, the model on it. I found it in our, our warehouse. I need to go get it. I don't remember. It's it's somewhere there. I haven't tried to turn it on. TNZ. Hey, what's up, man? Another field piece guy. Uh, Mike Reed Testo. Testo, what product? I think the, the only thing that I really like from Testo is the 
uh, digital manifold. So they have their uh, digital manifold, super compact. It's way smaller than the field piece one. And I had their probes. I didn't care for them too much. I sold them so I could get the field piece uh, probes. And then from there, I just I kept buying field piece. Uh, Donald, I agree with you on the field piece meters. I've used them for years. Fluke is the top of the line, but never had any problems from field piece. That's my thoughts exactly. Like I know, I want to say Curtis over on uh, HVAC guy uh, YouTube has had issues with field piece. He does not have good luck with field piece. I think he had an issue with their leak detector. And then I think he had an issue with their meter. And I think he ended up getting them replaced or something. And I think he, they were fine after that. But I've never personally had issues. I know some people have complained a little bit on maybe the accuracy. Which is why I think Fluke, everybody agrees, is like top of the line for the most part. If you want to pay a little extra. But Phil Piece is right there. Um, I love the products and the way they, the way they are, like the clamp, like I said, the 680, the SC 680 for me is going to be my favorite meter from here on out. Um, the swivel clamp, the dual, uh, temp readings, the display that gives you the two, um, readings at the same time, you can check amps and volts at the same time, you know, all that stuff is, is cool. It's a little big. But if it as long as it fits, I got it to fit in my bag, so uh, I'm fine with it. I don't like field piece for the six number. I am very religious. Hot as Hades here in Central Texas in the summer yeah man like it's pretty brutal i don't know how, how y'all get it up there because i think it's the summers are probably similar because i'm like way south texas basically by the border and we get those 110 degree um uh days but then like right now we don't always get a winter Right now, it dropped to 40. In a couple of days, it's going to be 80 degrees again. I don't know if y'all are getting that up there. But it's it's hot almost. It's like 90% of the year, it's hot down here. And in the summer, you got to be careful. It's brutal. I make sure to stay covered uh, any way that I can. Have water. Have something that's cooling me, like a, a cooling towel or a gator that I keep wet. Just so I don't like pass out up there. Uh, Rudy, I may be wrong, but the Fluke does have a magnet like the Philip piece. I'm a big fan of the magnet on clamp meters. Does it? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it does. Or at least one of their models does. Because um, you got to have a magnet. If you're doing like HVAC work. 
where else are you going to put the meter? Uh, I think the LT16A, which is the one I started with, I don't think it had a magnet. Because I think I'm getting confused with the, the thermometer one. I don't think it had a magnet, but it had a kickstand. And it worked, but it didn't always stay propped up. Uh, Mike Reed, meter and the wireless probes. Yeah, I was going to get into those too. Um, I've been trying to catch up with the chat. I haven't gotten back on topic yet. Uh, wireless probes are a godsend. Uh, amp probe makes field piece amp meters. Interesting. Gary, what's up? Uh, hi, Adrian. My field piece probes and my Vito tool bags. Um... Yeah, I like I said, I tried the Testa ones. They weren't for me. And I had the second generation. But I didn't like the button. I accidentally turned them on in my bag. And then uh, the field piece ones have, if you didn't know, um, I think if you double tap, if you turn them on, and then you double tap the power button, it flashes red. And it'll stay on and it won't auto uh, shut off. So let's say you want to run a unit for a while and keep an eye on the pressure. But you want to walk away, go take a break, do something. Um, if you do that, they won't turn off. That was the most annoying thing is when I would let a system run and I wanted to see, uh, make sure everything was good. Then I go turn on my phone and open the app and they're off, like they're disconnected. So that was like the one thing um, that I liked on the field piece over the Testos and the Testo one. Um, I kept accidentally turning them on and they were always dead. So <clears throat> that's why I went with the field piece. Uh, Richie, I'm rocking the SC682. I, to me, that's the way to go. Now, they make the good thing is they make three models. 680 is the best one, and I'm going to keep it as my everyday meter because I'd rather have all the features and not need them than, you know, need the feature and not have it. Um, so that's the 680. The 480 in the middle I think is a good one if you don't know which one to get. That one has almost all the features as the... 680 just doesn't have the swivel clamp and it does not have uh, dual temp readings and I think the display is just a single reading. And then if you are starting out, if you don't do, if you don't care too much about the meter, the two, I have the 260, I think it's probably 280 now, but the 200 uh, model is a good basic meter it does everything you would need it to you can check voltage microfarads um i'm pretty sure it has dc i can't remember off the top of my head and continuity and all that stuff that we do as everyday you know checks let's see 
Jason Johnson Fieldpiece makes some really good products for a fairly reasonable price. Yeah, so... Yeah, I got the probes. I have a lot of their stuff, and it's not too bad. Now, inflation, I think, has caught up. I think everything's getting more expensive, but for the most part, you don't want to get a cheap meter. I don't think you want to get a cheap uh, vacuum pump, recovery machine, anything HVAC specialty kind of tool. Especially when you're dealing with volts and uh, dangerous things like that. You want to get a meter that you can trust. I can trust Fieldpiece. And then they have a whole range of products that I uh, trust and use daily. I have everything Fieldpiece, basically. Uh, Mike Reed, yup, I'm in Houston. Uh, it gets hot, man. Uh, I have a Testo I like, the amp clamp. That hook is better than the field piece. Uh, magnet hurts electronics. I don't like magnet. I keep drill bits away from electronics. I'm a big magnet person, but I'm not dealing with anything sensitive. At least on my my end. Uh, I do have a... Speaking of like cheap ex or expensive meters. Those uh, Kowitz. I've done a video on the Kowitz meters. I'm sure you've seen other guys do them too. They were sending them out to a lot of the YouTubers. I have some of those. And I think I would use those for the electronics. Like for little ele electronics. Things around the house. Um, those are good meters for that. But like in the, if I'm on the roof working on a cooler, freezer, AC unit, I have my field piece. I love the 680 because it has two magnets and it stays on the panel very well. Uh, Jason, it was over a hundred for four straight months every single day. Yeah. I stopped looking at that. Um, I was more like, how high is it going to be today? Like, I already knew it was going to be 100 degrees. I was just looking at, like, is it going to be 110 or what is it going to be today? 105, if we're lucky. It's ridiculous, dude. Um, but, yeah, that's why summertime is that real moneymaker, man. Everything just gives out. Um, I don't think I've had that issue like, like Chris uh, from HVACR videos has said in California when they have their heat waves stuff just doesn't work and it's not really that they have to fix something it's just that it won't work at that heat or humidity or whatever they have over there I don't think we have that I think we're borderline there I don't think I've ever had to tell someone like oh it's just too hot today usually the heat here will will kill a motor, a compressor, or something. But it's a result of a dirty coil. Something minor, even. Or, like, uh, what I see a lot is jumped out uh, pressure controls, right? That uh, compressor is not um, protected anymore. The heat 
kills it. It overheats. It dies uh, quickly. As soon as the summer comes, I see a lot of motors and, and stuff giving out. Now, do they want to do maintenance? They always say like, oh, yeah, we'll set something up. And I'm like, you better do it before compressors fall over or, you know, start dying and stuff. So uh, when that summertime hits, maintenance is very important. Make sure everything's clean. Everything is breathing properly. You got all your airflow uh, good and, and everything. If not, you're going to have problems like piling up. Alan, uh, God, God uh, bless, bro. Oh, I'm getting lost. Uh, Mike, with the Testo probes, you can unscrew the battery cover just a bit like a flashlight. Oh, okay, I get you. Like to pre prevent it? Yeah, I guess. But I've been very, very happy with my uh, Testo. I mean, Testo. Field piece, they do just slightly better behind certain walls. So both of them have or claim to have great range, you know, a thousand feet, I think is, is what they say or something like that. If it's inter, un, uh, uninterrupted. So if I'm in an open field, that's when I get that range. But I deal with walk-ins. And I'm on the roof. I'm, I'm going down inside. I have walls and different things in the way. So I got a little bit better range out of the field piece ones than I did the Testos. And that was a cross because I think I bought like a... I don't know if I bought a psychrometer or just a temp probe from Testo. I couldn't get it to read between a door. So I couldn't use it. So I've just had, I've had better luck with the field piece, just in general, all around. And then like having the probes with the clamps, with the S-man, you know, manifold, their, what do you call it? Micron gauge, everything is connected in one app wirelessly. So I don't have to switch between different apps. Uh, measure quick I know accommodates for that but it doesn't connect to everything like the scale or I think it does the scale but like the I don't think I've seen the micron gauge hook up to it I think it's only the true blue stuff but I haven't had it in years I know they made upgrades to uh, measure quick uh, I heard tectai I heard the testo pipe claps you don't have to clean the copper to get an accurate reading. Better sensor on the Testo clamps. I guess you don't. But I felt like... I don't think I got false readings or anything like that. I just think I... I got weird readings sometimes. Where I was like, I wasn't even sure if it was working. Or it just took longer than I wanted it to to give me the right temperature whereas the field piece ones you know they they talk about their rapid rail technology I might have to clean the pipe a little bit but it gives me the temperature like instantly 
and it, it stays there. It doesn't fluctuate or anything like that. Like I said, I tried this a few years ago or a couple years ago with Testo. I don't know. They they could have made improve, improvements or whatever, but I just I wasn't getting great readings with them or they took too long. So I would see it jump around a little bit and I was like, I don't know what it is. I need my superheat, you know. So I just keep some sand cloth or something in my toll bag in a little pouch somewhere. If I ever need it, I'll clean it up and I can put my clamps on there. It's not a big deal. You can also like, if you don't have sand cloth on you and you don't want to go back to the truck, put the clamp on the field piece ones and then like kind of rotate it around back and forth or just like in place. And, um, it kind of cleans it up a little bit. It's kind of like you're sanding it with the, with the clamp itself. That's something that, that people with that issue do. But like I said, I, I just try to carry the sand cloth so I can clean it on, on site. I rather do that and know that I'm getting the proper reading and getting it done like that and getting a quick reading and just being efficient or quick. Uh, Gary, I agree. Love the Testo manifold. I have one, but not happy with the Testo probes. This is why I went with the field piece probes. I think the one thing that I like about them is, is the manifold. That's one thing. If field piece made one that looked like that or was that size, that'd be awesome. I don't see the point in the headless one. So Testo has one that's just the little middle part where your uh, hoses hook up to and there's no display. You have to use your phone. I don't see the point in that one because if I want to use my phone, I'll use the probes or I'll get the probes. Um, but if somebody could make probes like the, the field piece probes and put a little display on it, like a tiny one. If you guys have seen their micron gauge, like that kind of display, and it just gives you like a PSI reading real quick. Doesn't even have to tell you temperature, but if it, if it told you temperature, that'd be great. The saturated temperature. That would be a game changer. I think that would get a lot of people, you know, pretty excited about the probes. People that are not even in, into the probes would probably want those. Because the only gripe that I have is that you connect them and then you got to pull out your phone, look for your phone, make sure you have a connection and you know, you got to use your phone for it. So a field piece or somebody could make their probes with a small little display that just gave you a quick reading. If you just want to make sure the system has a uh, pressure, just want to see if your uh, pressure control is cutting out or if it's, uh, not working or something, hook it up, just get a, a quick reading and take it off. That'd be awesome. J Hill can't go wrong. Manifold gauges. I still use my analogs to be honest with you. I used them the other day to top off a unit that we have to schedule a leak check for. And I already knew I was just going to top it off. So Grab the analogs, 
easiest way to charge it up. Because the thing with the probes is uh, even though they're small and thin, they don't fit everywhere. So I have, uh, if you guys do refrigeration, sometimes you have those little valves. They're kind of like the what you would see on a split system. Uh, those kind of service valves, you know, outside condenser, the two that are next to each other. But for some reason, they have the ports either where they're both on the right. So if you ever see a condensing unit for like a walk-in cooler or freezer, on certain brands, they'll have the uh, two service valves. And instead of having the ports, you know, on opposite sides where it's like one on the right, one on the left, they're both facing right. And then like you have like very little space to hook up something. Which basically on, the only thing that will fit is the hose from like a manifold like a like that. That's why I still use an analog. Sometimes I don't like to use my S-Mans for everything. I prefer to keep those for the uh, change outs or installs only. Or if I need something digital like um, I like to use it with the scale and stuff like that. Because it will hook up directly to it. Field piece probes and testo clamps. If you guys use Measure Quick, it's possible. Uh, personally, I still use um, the Job Link app. Uh, come to South Florida when we have no winter. We're still working 80 hours a week. Well, that's why I do uh, refrigeration. I'm not going to get AC calls like this week because it dropped into the 40s, but I'm getting refrigeration calls. I have a lot of walk-in uh, freezers down and a re little reaching coolers and freezers that keep me busy. So in the winter, that's what it is. Like I said, it's going to get to 80-something this week. So the AC... Calls and maintenance will come in play for that. Oh, yeah, I heard that too, uh, Mike. Where the wire, I mean, the wire breaks where it joins to the sensor. I didn't like that it was exposed like that. I forgot about that. And I think I've, I've heard of issues with it. Uh, but like I said, I, I sold mine. I got rid of it real quick. I used them for like a month and then I decided they weren't for me. Testo has the most accurate sensor German made. Yeah, they were like they're fine, and I know people prefer them, because um, not everybody likes the field piece clamps. But like I said, they just weren't for me, and I've been really good with my pro my uh, field piece stuff. Uh, Donald, you have the same meter.
All right, guys, where are we at? Oh, dang, I got lost. Okay, hold on. Uh, the T6600 ain't bad. Only thing is no capacitance. Yeah, that's kind of a, a must-have. Uh, been seeing a lot of VRS systems now. It's insane. Guys, I'm the last one, or we are the last, like, area that gets all the, all the fancy stuff. I don't see a lot. I still see a lot of mechanical. We don't, we don't really use a lot of, um, variable speed stuff or anything, like, anything like that. But we are start, we are starting to see it. Um... Like, we never had any of the beacon systems or anything like that for walking uh, coolers or freezers. But now we're getting the intelligent stuff. So, took a while, but now we're getting the digital stuff. We're getting the variable um, equipment. I just saw, I think it was a unit we changed out. I can't remember. I think the customer bought the equipment and the evap coil was micro channel i'd never seen that before so it's a train unit with a micro channel condenser and a micro channel uh evaporator so that's coming i don't know if you guys have seen that um and what was the other thing Oh, and then we put in an uh, ice machine a couple months ago or a few months ago that ran off a 410A, and I had never seen that before either. And I'm pretty sure we're the last to get that stuff. Like, I'm sure everybody else is like, oh, that's old news, but I had never seen that. Threw me off when we had a ice machine running 410A. But we're catching up. I still see a lot of uh, old equipment. Um, visor thinking about changing careers any thoughts on getting started uh, helper position or trade school easiest cheapest way I don't know how else to word it um, is to go look for a helper position an apprenticeship something where you're at the company already uh, working uh, most of them will pay you and get you trained on the job. Now, if you don't feel super comfortable doing that, you can go to trade school. Just be cautious with the ones that offer like three to six month um, courses is you might not learn a whole lot. You might get your basics, which is honestly, if you go to school, you really just want to get your basics. You want to know the refrigeration cycle. You want to know how to put on like gauges, um, how to check a compressor, like continuity, windings, um, your basic electrical stuff. If you go to trade school, that's what you're going for. You're not going to know how to 
change out a system or you're not going to know how to uh, fully diagnose like all low, low uh, short, uh, low, sh low voltage shorts, you're not going to be able to conquer a whole lot. But if you know your basics and you can do like little things here and there, at least you go into work or whatever job you get with that knowledge and that kind of little like head start. But it's not um, mandatory. You can go straight into work. And a lot of people prefer that um, over going to school. So it just depends on what you want. I preferred going to school so that I didn't. So I didn't I didn't look dumb at work but my path was very different because the whole plan from the start was to get my contractor's license as soon as I could because I didn't want to work anywhere else too long I need to get to my dad's company with my license and everything and get to work so yeah, like everything, everybody's different and um, school is not mandatory. It's just that's my path. That's the way I went. I learned a lot, though. We had a lot of like what they called the lab. So I was actually recovering stuff like refrigerant. I used all the pumps, the recovery machines. They taught us how to uh, pump down systems take apart compressors like I had all of that hands-on in school and I had a good experience so if you do uh, consider school maybe go talk to them and kind of interview them see how much of it is hands-on uh, walk around the school see if they have uh, equipment that you all are going to work on we had a lot of training boards um I had a lot of practice wiring up things and checking low voltage. So I felt pretty comfortable coming out of school doing all that. Uh, tech tie on call summertime in Texas, 105 hours plus a week. Oh, man. Yeah, guys, I've been, uh, even right now, with refrigeration, just because a freezer goes down, I can't reschedule that. I need to go out there, or they're going to lose a whole bunch of products. So, uh, lately, I've been working late, working on a bunch of uh, freezers. If you... I mean, it's it. There's a lot of work to be done. There's plenty of work to go around. Uh, being in the trade, especially HVAC, it's like nonstop. Amy's, Amis, I don't know how to say that. Harbor Freight Meter. Uh, I think I have that brand of a. What do you call it? Infrared thermometer, and it worked great. I just. Recently got a different one because I beat the hell out of that one. 
uh, tech to actually have to pay somebody to cut my grass in the summer because of no time. I feel you, man. I, like I said, sometimes I work at like till the night and then you don't want to do anything after that. Um, I mean, you can't do much if you're working late. Then if your weekends are spent working too, I'm on call 24-7, so I understand where you're coming from. Um, You know, it's either you don't want to or you don't have the time. Now, for anybody watching, you, you, you can have a normal work week. You can have a normal life outside of HVAC. It's just like it. you choose kind of what you want to do. If you want to make more money, you got to work more. Or if you want to run a business, you have to work more. That's just the nature of it. I have been working on a lot of R290. And today I got the top test gas leak detector going to test it out. So I had tried it in my van. I didn't have a call for it at the time. But the other day, um, I think I posted it on my Instagram. And that video will not be out for another week or so. But they had me check an undercounter. I think this one was a cooler. And I didn't have a request for it. So I couldn't touch it technically, but I was like, you know what? Let me just kind of quickly sniff it out with the gas uh, detector. Sure enough, the thing went off um, and it was a cooler that only held about three and a half ounces of the R290 and it picked it up. So, I mean, it works if you want to look for a leak. Uh, It gives you a general idea of where it is. And it even told me that it was on the left side of the coil I kind of already knew that it was going to be the coil uh, just because I've already seen a few of those and from what I understand of other guys you know that post that work um, that work on the R290 stuff it's almost always the evaporator Uh, do I sell on OfferUp? No, I haven't tried that. I think that one I ended up selling it like on eBay or something. Fieldpiece has the best wireless. I have not had any issues. I leave my meter since it can uh, read temperature. I actually leave the meter inside of a walk-in whether it's a cooler or freezer and I can check the temperature and not be in there. I used to have the issue. Like I had that thermometer that somebody brought up that dual temp uh, thermometer from field piece. And I used to hang it on the wall or no, I used to hang it over the door and have the, the thermocouple inside the door. I close the door and I would hang it on the outside and I would get so pissed because people would be walking in and out. If, especially if I wasn't around, 
the thermometer go flying because I didn't notice it or whatever. So now I can use it or use my meter wirelessly to check temperature and things like that. And I can use it on reach-ins too. I'll, I'll throw it in the reach-in while I uh, pack up after a repair. And, you know, they can be using it and I can be checking the temperature. It's not a big deal. Uh, you can check the min minimum and maximum on it. You can get a good reading. Uh, if you're using the app, you can get a bar graph and see, like, the temperature, how it's doing. So that's how I do it now. I love everything wireless, the meter, the probes, psychrometers, the clamps, all that stuff is, is just really cool. VRF and VRV are taking over and inverters. Yeah. And micro channels. Jason, it's not just you, man. I don't use my, I don't use uh, measure quick. Uh, everybody always tells me that I need to be using measure quick. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I love job link. It's simple. I have a tab for the meter. Then I can go over to my probes, go over to the scale, go over to the vacuum gauge and not have to leave the app. That's just my preference. So I'm using JobLink still up until this day. Maybe I'll give MeasureQuick another um, chance, but I, I don't know. I really like the JobLink. And then they just recently had updated the look and I think it looks fine. I think it looks uh, pretty good. Uh... Mike, any cheap gas detector will work on uh, R290. I use an Inficon given to me by True. Yeah, I just never bought one because uh, Inficon, but that's not like a more expensive one. The uh, top test one that he's talking about is the one that I had. It's 20 bucks. If you go on Amazon, and I keep the link uh, in my description and all my uh, social media, if you guys ever check out my tool link, uh, the top test gas detector is in there. It's a combustible gas leak detector. It's $20. So it was sent out to me, and I did give one away, um, or I think I gave a couple away. And I wasn't sure about it, but it works. And Ryan from Hughesman HVAC used it on a gas line for the package unit. And it picked it up too. Now, my main concern was that at, at a cooler that's running like 3 ounces of, of R290 and it's already been leaking, is it going to pick it up? And it did. So, very happy with it. Um, and like I said, I never bought one. I think, I'm not sure if it's true or I cannot remember whose bulletin I had seen. They actually don't recommend that you use a combustible gas 
leak detector. I think they just want you to use bubbles or any other means. Um, I know some guys use um, or they test coils underwater and stuff like that. I personally got away with uh, just using bubbles, but it was on a small self-contained cooler uh, under counter uh, at that. And, um, you know, you, you kind of know where to look and the bubbles picked it up. It was a, like a micro leak though with those small coolers. Um, but it's nice to have for 20 bucks, a gas detector that can just verify. Like I said, that, that one, I did have a, a video, but it probably won't be out till next week or the week after. And I wasn't going to take it apart because I didn't have a request. I was there working on something else. It was out of town and I had other calls to get to. But I just got the gas detector, opened the door, kind of went uh, where the coil is on the bottom and it went off and I'm like, okay, so whenever I do get the email and this is in the system, like for me to actually work on it, I can just quote you a uh, coil and come out with it because I already kind of like um, I suspected it and I verified it with the top test. So, um, so that one's you know that one's cool. Ace one, you're starting to like the Navac uh, gauges. Uh, I wish I could pick those up, but I'm I'm field piece. I don't have a reason to buy the Navac ones, but those are the ones that I would switch to. Yellow jacket for manifold so when i use analogs i have a yellow jacket um i forget the names but i just have the basic the basic one that they sell the three uh hose and i still use it i used it the other day i needed to top off a unit and that's that's what it was That would be nice to have a display on the probes. That's what I'm saying, man. If that was on there, that'd be really cool. Ice cream guy, what's up? I hope so, too. Like, the next generation of probes, they need to put the, the display on there. Send that idea to field piece. Uh, they send me tools to review. I don't. Th I don't know if they want my input. Uh, there is probes like that, but not reliable. I have. Um, I've seen pressure gauges that are like that. I have. The Elitech ones. 
and they're fine, but they're big. They're kind of bulky. I think Appion makes similar ones. But uh, those are not like probes per se. Those are like actual, they look like actual gauges, like analogs. They're just digital. Like, uh, what's the other one? Oh, the yellow jacket. They have digital um, gauges. And you can make them into stubbies if you want. If you Or you can throw them on a manifold and use them like that. But they're not convenient. Um, as, as far as, like, the size. I'd much rather have the probe, that slim profile. They slip into the, my tool bag uh, easily. And I, I love that. Um, those kinds of probes. Uh, Testo is not great. The only thing I like is the amp clamp hook. Everything else is glitchy. Yeah, they have some, some good hooks. I think they even have a, a nice hook on the manifold. Uh, Alex, how do switchable fridge, f fridge and freezers work? Like, how does it turn into a fridge, then to a freezer with a hit of a switch? Worked on my first one today, and it was pretty impressed with it. I don't think I've run into one like that where it's a flip of a switch. But generally speaking, you can. Uh, the only thing I look for is like the, the how it defrosts. <clears throat> I mostly work on uh, walk-ins. So as long as the coil can drop temp that low, it can do both. Um it's just like, how long does it run? Does it ice up? Does it have a good uh, defrost? Because when it's just strictly a cooler, it's air defrost. When it's a freezer, it's usually a heated defrost. Although the R290 system, I saw a freezer that I worked on. And I didn't see any heaters. So I'm not sure if on some refrigerants like R290 if you can get away with air defrost because I swear I did not see any um, heaters on it but I'm not familiar with them I've only worked on like two and one of them was a freezer electronics in a freezer cooler we are in business I am like, because we put in a, in a heat craft Intelligen, right? So it has a whole bunch of electron, uh, electronic components. And I'm like, how does this work in a freezer that's like negative whatever? But it's still, it works fine. It's been working fine. And like I said, I've never had to deal with um, those kind of electronics because we didn't have all those um, beacons or whatever they're called, the other ones before. We went from mechanical 
Now straight to IntelliGen. And we are starting to see them. I think I've worked on a handful already now. Uh, they're not too bad. Samsung uh, compressor on back order for six months. Is that for the Manitowoc? Luckily, we've been able to get everything that we need over the the year to do repairs at the most I have to wait a day or so if it's in another uh, city if I'm working on a package unit and they might not have the same exact compressor um, they will uh, cross-reference it and we'll, we'll go from there um, I don't think I've worked on a Samsung compressor, uh, to be honest. I just deal with Copeland, Dan Foss, and those other ones. Uh, Mario, you will love the York Simplicity Board. I'll look into it. Nobody has York around here. I think I've only worked on maybe one in my years in the field. Uh, ice cream guy, pretty much all the ice machines are 410 now, at least Manitowoc's. And we have a lot of Manitowoc's, but I guess we didn't have anything uh, super new, even though, but I wanna say that's because of the supply house here i think they stocked up purposely on uh 404 systems so we didn't have to deal with it until recently uh rudy it's great to have blue on just need more supply houses to start using uh blue on to order and pick up parts i love the support team now have you use their um, tech support. That's the only thing I haven't used and I haven't really had an issue where I need to call them for anything. <clears throat> but I think this week's video that I have going up on Saturday, um, I take a look at the Blue One app and I went in there, I got to see the parts and everything that the unit had and it was pretty straightforward because uh, even though I already knew what I needed because I've worked on that or those units before um, the label had rubbed off of the condent the motors and stuff so if I needed to find out what they were if I needed any specs off of the label that was rubbed off like I said I could just go into the blue on app and look up all that stuff you just have to put in the model number and then it gives you a parts uh, breakdown now the only thing is I think only insco is um, allowing you to pick up parts from the blue on app and you know take those orders and all that 
Um, but if Johnstone gets into it, jumps on it, because I know Johnstone in other cities does do it. So if our Johnstone can jump on that, maybe I'll talk to them. I'll try it out because um, I've ordered from Johnstone when I need a few things and I just I already know what I, I need because uh, Johnstone has an app of their own. I go in there. I already have an online account with them and everything. Order it and I can just go pick it up. It'd be nice to do it through Blue On as well because they'll have the parts break down quickly. Like you can just do that and, and um, pick the part you need. Now, when I do it through Johnstone's app, I have to go to somewhere else and get a parts breakdown, get a part number and all that, and then send it to Johnstone or look it up on their website and tell them I need this one uh, and order it and all that. But yeah, Blue One's doing pretty good stuff. Call Blue On. I need to try out their uh, their tech support. Not to make up a problem or something. Uh, Mike, I think you have one of the last four ten A units, uh, Manitowoc. They are rolling out R two ninety now. We both use Baker. Well, oh, we have a Baker. Um, if I need Manitowoc parts, I go to Baker, like OEM parts. Um, so maybe they are stocking up now on the four ten units before before making that drastic jump to R two ninety. Uh, I haven't seen that yet. Uh, I'm gonna have to buy like a charging kit to do the whole R two ninety thing. I do have a cooler. I need to see if they're going to want the repair. And I'm going to need a charging kit for that. Uh, Jay, the electrician. I got a Klein digital temperature probe. It was way off. Do you have any suggestions on a good one? I was looking at the new one Klein came out with. Wondering if it was any good. So did you have the folding the one that folded out? Oh no, you just had the temp probe. I had the the folding one that had the infrared and I liked that one. I felt like it was it was pretty accurate compared to like other uh thermometers I had. But I don't know what they're coming out with. I haven't checked on been trying not to buy tools, but I think I just, I might buy some tools this holiday season. Do installs for a year and then service. I never did installs. Uh, I have great respect for the guys that do installs, or at least that do them the right way. Um course i get pissed when i see bad installs and then i have to deal with it as the service tech uh visor thanks for the response i need to do that interview the school or the companies around me 
yeah, man, you got to, you know, put yourself first. So as much as like, you know, they interview for interview you for jobs and stuff like that, and you need to know like what kind of company they are. If you go to school, you need to know what kind of school um, it is and like what they offer and what they can help you with and what their resources are. Uh, tech tie. Some of the supply houses are bitter as F. They hate when techs call or come in. I used I used to be like that too. Like I used to I used to hate calling. And then like when I started, like I didn't know, I would be like, I need this. I need a motor. I need whatever. And they're like, what kind? There's like different kinds and this and that. And I used to be like, what? I'm like, I was so lost when I started. And I hated going to the supply house. Um, but I mean, um, as you get more experience, you know what you want, you know what you need, you know what parts you're going to use, or if you're going to go universal, you know which ones to use. So that's all cool. But I did um, learn to make friends with all the guys there because you're there so much, so often. So it's good to make friends with the supply house guys, um, things like that, so they can help you out and be not not be so bitter. At least the ones here, because like they're they're pretty friendly. They know me and my my dad and. Um, they treat us really well. Can't complain. Uh, you know, the crazy part is a lot of these uh, buildings, they're not just letting you solder no more, just straight RLS. Is that what they're like telling you? I haven't had that issue only at a hospital. So I do have the RLS kit, the tool and everything. I have yet to really use it um, because we had some, I had already done a lot of change outs uh, prior to getting it because it took a while to come in. And then um, the ones that I was going to use it on got canceled. So, But I've only had that issue at a hospital where it's like a big deal if you're using a open flame and, and stuff like that. Elmer Fudd's in the supply house. And that's that's the bad thing. Like, if you're in the trade, you got to help each other out. So the guys at the supply house, like I said, I make friends with them. I know everybody at mine. Tell them what's up when I come in. I chat with a couple of them, you know, until I have to leave. I don't stay there forever. I just, I'm like, hey, what's up? How's, how's work? How's... How's your day or whatever? They'll ask me how my family is and my dad and stuff. Um, but you're there so often, like it, it shouldn't be a drag, you know, to go to the supply house. And then like when you're calling them or like I text them when I'm too busy and I'm like, hey, I need this or that. Can you just check if you have it and hold it for me? So I like to have those uh, relationships with the guys at the supply house just so that 
it's not awkward or tense, you know, going in there. Um, I get everything I need and they can help me out if I'm looking for something. So you got to have good relationships with your supply house. Hopefully you have techs that you work with that are helpful, respectful, and they don't, you know, they're not bitter either or anything like that. It's just, you know, some people are like that and you can't be like that. It takes the fun out of, you know, doing our work. Uh, for some reason, True has some leaks on their condensers. 90% found were on kegerators R290. Interesting. Like I said, the only ones I found were in the evaporators on R290 systems, but they were uh, Dell Fields. Uh, no more soldering in five minutes, I promise. Nope. Now, now soldering has its pros and cons too. And I hate being in a rush to do it. But soldering, I know people say it's quicker and this and that over RLS. They're both the same thing. It's all about how you prep it. So when you press, you got to make sure you prep the pipe so you don't mess up the o-rings uh, make sure your depth is good on it and all that and then when you're brazing you got to make sure you heat it up right wrap it around make sure you pull in your solder and everything and i've seen plenty of braze joints that are not done correctly and you can find ton of leak a ton of leaks on both on I wouldn't say on RLS, if it's done right, it shouldn't leak. But same thing with brazing. If it's done right, it shouldn't leak. But I've seen a bunch of leaks. Uh, yep, the techs are going to be like the Walmart self-checkout. You still got you still got to know what you're doing. Uh, I ha like I said I have the RLS. I will try to use it more often in the future when I have changeouts. Uh, I think it has its place, and I don't think anybody can just do it. It might be easier to learn than brazing, but you have to do it correctly. It's not dumbing it down or anything like that it's um still takes training and a, and a tech that knows what they're doing uh be safe the system be safe press the system take care of your lungs or you only have one set. Uh, gas and Freon is not green stuff. Yeah, you got to be careful with... I've had it happen to me where I'm trying to unsweat something in a kitchen. And then all of a sudden, 
Even though the, the system was empty, there's something trapped in the dryer or wh whatever. Or in the compressors, you know, oil that has refrigerant. And you get that phosgene ga uh, gas. And then it happened to me, like I said, and everybody's like, what is that smell? And then like everybody's coughing and it's like, oh, shit. So then, you know, you got to stop what you're doing. And that, that sucked. So sometimes it's it's easier to press or better. And you got to make sure you're aware of where, where you're doing it. Like if you're inside, it's a little better to press. And if you're doing like stuff in the attic um, or whatever, like do you really want to be hauling around your oxyacetylene kit? I mean, I recently just got a turbo torch so that I could lighten my load on carrying, you know, what I am in, a, in an attic or something where it's like really heavy to, to be carrying the oxyacetylene. So, um, the RLS is a super light tool. You take the jaws that you need. It, it, it has its place. But that uh, self-checkout comment was funny. Uh, at the gas station, I just saw self-checkout as well. And you can pay for your gas and just put all your stuff on the counter and it charges you. Uh, handyman, at my college, we have uh, hands-on on labs. That's great. That's what I had. It's the best way to learn. Uh, it's good to get both the book smart and the hands-on stuff as much as you can. Uh, some newer use hot gas defrost. Oh, okay. Okay, I get you. I need to look at it again. Because it, it had solenoids, but I didn't pay attention to it. York sucks. I always thought they were at the top of the line, but I don't do... Or not top of the line, but, you know, up there. Um, but I do, like I said, more refrigeration than AC, so I don't know too much. I work on a lot of train and carrier. I hate walking in on carrier also. They ask for ID when getting parts. Pretty soon they will scan barcodes on the text next. They're pretty lenient everywhere here. Maybe the, the actual manufacturers like train and, and carrier are the ones that are going to be a little stricter. But around here, like I said, everybody's lenient. They sell refrigerant to anybody out here. It's really a shame, um, but I guess every place is different. Uh, do you pay your technicians commission? Uh, no, because we don't do residential. We don't sell. We just do repairs. Uh, I usually cake silfos over the leaking area, keep it visible, and smooth it out. 
uh, technique. I usually do something similar. If you try to go for that clean little wrap, it's never really a good joint unless you're like really good at it. Uh, usually I throw or I heat it up as much as I can. And if it's like a, a patch repair, especially throw a few dabs of it and then heat up the pipe and make sure that it, it goes everywhere. It wraps around and it's covered like covered, covered, uh, which like in my last video is what I showed because I had to do a patch repair and I put an extra uh, dab of solder just to be safe because you never know. I've had leaks before where I think it looks, you know, nice and pretty and all that. And then I go to pressure test it and it's like a leak or I've, I've skipped the pressure test and then I'm like, crap, I have a leak. And at that point you're doing the work all over again. So put a little extra and I, I have no issues with that. I, I prefer, I don't use a lot, but I prefer you put a little extra and like you said, smooth it out, make sure it wraps around and it's like a good joint because uh, you don't want to redo all that. ¿Por qué hablas mucho de las hermanitas? Well, tools, like, um, I think that was my topic today, that's why. Uh, if you guys have any questions, you can ask uh, Zuni21. Uh, Richie, I meant pressure the system with nitro. Are you an informant? I don't know if I could trust you. Uh, Milwaukee M12. I have the same one. It, it's, it's great. I, I don't use it as much anymore um to lighten the tool bag but when i know i have a hundred screws to remove i make sure i carry that with me uh best drill in my opinion I don't believe that needing to bring in 40,000 in sales qualifies me to be on their dealer site with manufacturers. That's extortion. I'm out. I got to have a, oh, I'm out. Have a great night. I have a quota replace in the morning. See you later. Uh, mixture fix it. which I should be wrapping this up too. I didn't mean to be on this long. 
Um, everyone should have the opportunity to help another individual regardless of how much they bring in. I don't like to do sales or quotas or commission or any of that, but we're not in the, I think that's prime residential stuff and we don't deal with that, which is why I don't want to get into residential. But yeah, I don't like that, that kind of stuff either. All right, I think I caught up. So then in my topic, I was like, what, what tools are you thankful for? And to wrap this up, the tool tool, I think we mentioned them in the chat. I uh, appreciate everybody who's been here talking it up. And, um, you know, I think, like I said, we mentioned it. Mine are the field piece probes. So I think those are a game changer, having wireless probes where you can be checking pressures and even charging a unit with probes um, that you can carry in your tool pouch. So then not having to carry around a manifold or anything like that, or having to go back for it is a great thing. You just go up to the unit, everything's in your tool bag. I try to carry as much as I can, even though it's, you know, it weighs it down. And um, so the field piece probes have been like one of my favorites that I'm like super thankful for. Um, something I use very often and I'm like glad that they fit in my bag. Uh, oh, and then the other one would be my Navac hydraulic swager. So I do a lot of copper repairs and even when we do change outs, you know, you got to do swaging, uh, you got to do couplings and all that. I have not bought a coupling in like years. I used to do the little um, swaging um, block and do them manually. But now I have the hydraulic one and that thing has been like awesome. I just go in there and make my couplings. Um, like I said, I do a lot of copper repairs where I got to replace pipes. And then when we do change outs, um, like evaporator swaps or anything like that, and we got to run you. Uh, line sets that has been like so easy to do time saver and all that so I guess those would be my tool my two well why don't we make it three so then the last one would be the bender which is a ratcheting bender I use the Hillmore one so again if I'm doing change outs or repairing pipe and I need a 90 or something I love having the bender so I love having the bender the hydraulic swager and my field piece probes. Those are the top like th tools that I'm thankful for. They're not like my top most used tools or uh, my top um, tools in my bag or anything, but those are the ones that I'm thankful for. They make my job so much easier. So like I said, I, oh, Mike, spin uh, bits. I have those too. So before I had the hydraulic, the, I had the spin bits. So uh, those are great. You got to make sure you have the right 
drill for it and that it works. Um, and the pipe gets hot. But other than that, those work great too. I do keep, I, like I said, I had them before. And then I put them in my install bag. So they're my backpack, the tech pack uh, backpack by Vito. So I have those in there in case I don't want to go get the whatever. I can use my drill and then just knock them out. So those are good too. Um, I highly recommend those. Again, if you have a good drill that can uh, make those uh, swages. And then, yeah, that's it. Uh, so I appreciate everybody who came out. I know we still have some viewers. I was trying to keep this to an hour. We ran two hours. I really appreciate you guys in the chat and everything. Um, you should do subscription for troubleshooting. Like a membership? Or what do you mean on a subscription? I had a plan to do a membership thing on here on YouTube where I could do one-on-one -on -one stuff um, with members like troubleshooting or going over things, but I never got around to it. Like blue one. Yeah, I think some guys do that. I've seen some techs that do that take on um, troubleshooting, or what do you call it, tech support. If I do it, it'll be more of a maybe a video chat or a live stream like this, like um, to where I can talk you guys through stuff or whatever. Enrique McAllen in the house. I have a lot of local guys that come out. And it's awesome to see you guys in the comments. I, I go, again, I appreciate anybody who shows up. So any states, any countries, that still blows my mind. And then, you know, all the local guys that, that show love. $29.99. We'll see, man. Like I said, I, w I had thought of something like that to where it was going to be on YouTube memberships, I guess where I can help the ones that want help and, you know, keep out any trolls or um, guys we don't want in there. But I'll think about it. I was working on a little uh, troubleshooting chart for you guys. Maybe have it in my link tree or whatever. But I don't know. We, we'll see. I haven't decided on how to do all that. But... I think we're going to end it here, guys. I appreciate everybody here, and I'll see you guys.